I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. Every single time we do these, women walk away and they are elevated in their mood, in their spirit, in knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel and this thing that they've been struggling with. Someone else has been through this as well and they can help them. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So I get asked all the time, how do I get my members to connect outside of my group, whether you have a Facebook group or a circle community or money networks, whatever that is, you're always thinking about, okay, great. Like I get engagement and I get posts in that group, but I want people connecting in another way because this is something I talk about a lot, creating spaces for people to connect, whether that's a live event or something that you do virtually or your group where you have your discussions. So I'm really looking forward to the chat today because you're going to hear from a friend of mine who has a membership community that she's had for a long time. It is a uh, membership specifically for women in business, and she has done something for years that her members are still looking forward to each and every month. So Susie Daphnis started her business back in 1994. She is the founder of Her Business Network and the host of two different podcasts. So she has her Her Business podcast, which you aren't if you aren't subscribed to it, you definitely need to be. And then she's also the co-host of the Content Sells podcast. But what I love about Susie and her partner PJ is that they are two of the most humble people that I know. And humble because of the resume that they have. And we won't get into that, but uh, Susie calls people like Seth Godin friend and has built massive businesses and uh, has involvement in real estate and all different sorts of things. But what that does is it allows her to bring that wealth of knowledge to the her business community and serve women who maybe are doing online businesses or offline businesses and they're getting wisdom from a mentor like Susie that is completely invaluable. So we have been a part of a mastermind for a few years together and have become dear friends through that. I always get excited when Susie and PJ are coming over from Australia, which they will be soon to my hometown of Nashville. So I'm really excited about that. You guys looking forward to that trip at all? I am. I have not been there before. I've been to many parts of the US and I lived in the US for seven years, but I have not been there. And I'm so excited to have you show us around. So glad that you're on the podcast. You've had me on your content sales podcast before, which was super fun. So I'm grateful to have you here today to talk about this because when you were telling me about what you do now, when we get into it, some people are going to be like, yeah, well, I've heard you know people do things like this before, but there's nuances mm-hmm. to the way that you do it 
that make it something that people want to show up for and creates uh, really strong connections in the community. So before we get into that, I'd love for you to tell me about one of your favorite communities you've ever been a part of and one thing that you really love about that community. There's a thing, how do you know someone does CrossFit? And the answer is because they tell you they do CrossFit. And CrossFit is actually the community I want to talk about because it is such a tight-knit community. And while I'm not as involved as I was 10 years ago when I was going to local events and even international events and I was training a lot, it continues to be one of my favourite communities because the hero in the room is not just the fire-breathing 20-something-year-old male who is hanging from the rafters. It is the 57-year-old who just did their first push-up or the young person who just did their very first deadlift at the highest weight. Now, I am not gym mad, but what I am mad about is people lifting each other up. And I have seen that more evident in that community than any community. And it's an international community. And whether you go to a local gym that is a CrossFit gym or you're at the CrossFit Games in the US, the community feel is so thick. It's so ever-present. And so I absolutely love it. See, you were involved in CrossFit. I didn't know how involved you were, but I've witnessed that community as well. My best friend from high school has been really big in the CrossFit community, and I went to a local competition that she had, and I had that same vibe that you just talked about, where it is this highly competitive fitness community, but it's it's a camaraderie. Like people are really competing against their own stats and they want Absolutely. they want the group to do well more than they want themselves to do well. And even she was in a partner competition. So it was really fun to see how they work even together in partnership. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so great, good. Great. And yeah, really fun. Okay. So tell me about your business. Um, I know you have her business, which is your membership community. I want to hear about that, but I know you also have a mastermind. I think you are known for putting on these beautiful mastermind experiences and events. So, uh, tell me about your business, who it is that you serve and how you serve them. Thank you. Now you mentioned I started my business in 994, that business, I did have the 13 years. It was an events business and I've since sold it, but the business called her business is actually a community for women who own their own business, who have an established business, but are stuck as far as what to do next and where to focus in order to grow, be more systemized, have a more reliable revenue. And that organization has a number of ways that it serves women business owners. It has a network, which we're going to be talking about today, but it also offers mentoring and has done for 28 years, (laughs) which sounds like a long time. It is a long time. Um, um, Incredible mastermind. And also we run an annual retreat uh, in Hawaii, which I'm very excited to bring back this year after two years of not being able to host it for the reasons we all know. Uh, And this is a community, not unlike the CrossFit community in that one person's win is everybody's achievement because we have a real community of camaraderie and collaboration over competition, even though we're all in businesses. And while some of us have product businesses and other service businesses, and some of us sell high ticket items and some of us are just at the entry level, there is something about being in a community with like-minded people who are also trying to figure out their marketing and their sales and their team and systems and what software platform to use that allows us to have um, this really tight knit um, community of support. We'll talk a lot about community over competition Mm. or collaboration over competition. And you hear this 
in the business space all the time, but it's not often that you actually see it lived out. And I think that's one thing that I'm hearing from you is that within the Her Business Network, you really do live that out, that people are really celebrating the wins of another uh, woman in business as if it is their own because they are they want to empower and lift up that individual. Is that right? Is that really what you see inside of your community? Absolutely. Because we have some core um premises. When we when someone comes into the community, there's three things they're invited to do that are part of our culture. And you know, this show is about culture. And one of those things, I won't take you through the whole model, is lift up. And so you will see people using hashtag lift up and talking about, hey, I noticed this person went beyond their comfort zone and they did this. Or I noticed so-and-so just did her very first Facebook Live. Or I know you were really scared to put the it out there that you were writing a book, but you did, or you did your very first online, you know, workshop or whatever it is, because they do collaborate and they work together. They know when the other person is, has something to celebrate and they celebrate them very publicly. And we actually have a culture where you will call someone out and celebrate them, but it's also about celebrating ourselves because, you know, I'll give you an instance. One of our members had just been to her bookkeeper and she had her best month ever. And she's like, I don't know who to tell like my family. Yeah. I can tell my family, but my friends don't understand. I can come in here and I can celebrate the fact that I've had my best month ever. And I know that I'm not going to get people saying, well, oh, who do you think you are? Instead, they're going to be celebrating and saying, well, how did you do it? You know, could I do that too? And that's a very different culture. And that's something I'm very, very proud of is that that is how we play. That's how we play inside the Her Business Network. And it seems like you're so intentional about nurturing that. And so if you've listened to the podcast, episode two is an episode on that second pillar of the Community Cultivated Framework, which is all about culture. And she's giving mm -hmm. beautiful examples right here, y'all, of how you can see these seeds of culture and how you can intentionally plant them and steward them in your community. And you do that through this event that we're about to dive into and talk about. So mm. you you have deliverables and activities inside of your membership. And you know that one of the things that's really important in a membership is creating connection among members, but also helping them make progress. And what I love about this event that you do is that it does both of those things. So can you talk about these events? Tell tell us why you started them in the first place and what they are. Thank you. Now, we used to do these as an in-person event many, many years ago. But the more that we went online, the more that we wanted to be able to help women, whether they were in rural, regional, country areas in Australia, but also internationally increasingly, I wanted a way for women to sit around a boardroom table or the idea of a boardroom table and be able to have the conversations that they cannot have at the weekend barbecue with their brother-in-law or anywhere else where they can not only make a connection but also have a sounding board for that idea that is a wisp of an idea that they want to flesh out or for that challenge that they just can't seem to overcome by themselves and we called these events roundtables. And they were literally, when we first started doing these events where women would cut together, they would sit at roundtables and I would facilitate a conversation between them. We now run these and have done for many, many years online. And so women come together from all over um, via an online platform. And the event has a number of different purposes. Firstly, they're there to make connections. So we have a facilitated way that they introduce themselves. They use a particular framework that is our proprietary framework that allows them to very quickly convey 
who their ideal client is, the pain point or problem they solve, what they sell, and the method by which they deliver their services. And this is something they are trained in when they join our network. And it's a way for them to open doors that are closed to everyone else because they have such a great way to introduce themselves. So we do that and that kind of puts everyone's toe in the water and we're like, oh, I'm a little more comfortable. I met a couple of people. And then in that same event, we will, I will teach. And so I will teach on one of a number of areas that we focus on because they're areas essential to women growing and scaling profitable businesses. So for instance, this month, it was about business habits and how do we cultivate more effective habits? How do we get more consistent? Next month, it's going to be about sales and marketing and creating recurring revenue in your business. So we have a teaching piece that they will then discuss. So once again, they are connecting around something that's relevant to their business. And then we get to the really juicy bit, the bit that they show up for again and again and have done for years. And that is when we break out into um, online groups. And again, they have a facilitated process by which they bring a challenge to the table and then they give the rest of the group time to give them feedback. And that feedback, again, is not random because these are all women who are growing and scaling businesses. They are all creating lead magnets and sales funnels and hiring virtual assistants, and they are writing role descriptions, and they are doing plans. And so they have commonality in what they're doing, but they have this period of time where the spotlight is on them and everybody is giving and lifting them up with ideas. Now, in that are going to be things that you're going to take on board and they're going to be perfect advice. And other times it's going to be a little less so. But every single time we do these, women walk away and they are elevated in their mood, in their spirit, in knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel and this thing that they've been struggling with. Someone else has been through this as well and they can help them. So they've done introductions, they've learned something new, they go and have these discussions. And then the final thing we do, again, in this one event, is they then set their sights on what their top three areas of focus are going to be for the next month. Now, that sounds like a lot. But I've been doing this for a long time. And one of my areas of skill is how to facilitate conversations and have people take action. And so if you're going to try this at home, (laughs) you want to start really simple and sort of grow into it. Um, But the key thing is it's not about me being the mentor and the teacher, just like you might be in your community. It is about having people make connections with each other and then be each other's support because there's a saying that I know uh, that you know, Shanna, uh, that I think comes from Stu is that people might come for the content, but they stay for the community. And when people start to make connections with each other, when they know that, hey, Debbie can help me find that new staff member I'm looking for, or you know what, Anita has the perfect gift for my daughter for her graduation. It's a different kind of community. They're no longer just looking to me for answers. They are looking to each other. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time, every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. And that's what we're really looking for, right? Where they're looking to each other for answers, for support. And so they're not reliant on you because that is what allows you to be able to scale the community. And so going back to that framework, 
you have these four elements. So first one is the introduction. What I love about what you said is that you have this proprietary framework that you use to teach them to quickly and succinctly and clearly introduce themselves. And that's part of the process. When you when you join her business, you learn this framework, you practice it, you develop it for yourself so that you're empowered to then go into this networking event and feel confident in introducing yourself, which is always a scary thing, whether you're doing it in person, whether you're doing it online. Like I don't I don't even care if it's like a welcome post in a Facebook group and you don't give people questions to answer and you're like, say hello. People are like, I, I have no idea what to say. Uh, the majority of people feel uncomfortable. So you've empowered them with this framework. You've gotten them to practice it. That's just become a part of the community itself. So you have those introductions. Then you have the teaching, which I think is a unique element of these networking events. A lot of people have these kinds of breakout sessions or connection calls or whatever you may call them, but they don't have you, the teacher, the influencer present. It's somebody on the team that's running them. And oftentimes that means not as many people are going to show up, but they know they're coming for each other, but they are coming because you're going to be teaching them something new that's important and valuable for the transformation that they've signed up for inside of her business. So they get that nugget of wisdom. Everybody's on the same page after you do that teaching. And then they don't just go away and go like, okay, I just learned a lot of more great stuff. Let me file that away in my brain like we do with so much. You then facilitate for them to discuss it in these small groups. They feel seen, they feel heard, they feel known they're more connected. But more importantly, you and I both know this, but if you read a book or watch a a webinar or whatever it might be, and then you turn around and discuss that with somebody else, you're more likely to actually retain that. You're more likely to actually apply it. So you have this discussion piece built in, but you're not going to let them get away with not setting their action steps. So there's a goal around setting your action steps, those three big rocks for uh, the month that they're going to do. So they have that sort of called out accountability among the group and the clarity for themselves. And I think you said that you even have sort of a framework for facilitating the discussions. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. And and just on those goals, the way that they submit them, I get a copy. So there's a little bit of accountability that I know what they're working on and I will scan those. And so I know, you know, it gives me great intel as well. It's like, oh, you know what? There's a lot of people creating online courses. Oh, there's a lot of people working on this, but also they know that I know that they have set a goal to, you know, and so that is part to me of my responsibility of helping them make progress is having that accountability. But yes, we do have, we, we like our structures because within a structure, you know, people know, like you said, they know how to introduce themselves. They don't feel awkward. They don't, you know, over talk and have someone's eyes rolling in the back of their head or do they don't feel stuck or uncomfortable. And so by giving people some very simple, Hey, here's a way that you could do it inside of that. They can play freely, but they kind of know the direction that they're heading. What I love about this is that you are incorporating accountability. So um, I have uh, recently spoken with Una, who is a friend of ours, and she shares a strategy around accountability that she uses with her her fitness transformation. And it was something similar where people are submitting on a weekly basis their uh, progress so that they have accountability. So the fact that you have them actually submit their goals, tell me a little bit about that. So they set they set their three uh, action items or goals for the month. How do they actually get those in front of you? 
<laughs> so we put on a little background music and we give them a link and the link is to an online form. And I can see those, I get notifications as those forms are coming through. So I'm giving them some time. I'm saying like, you've got three minutes to do this. And then as they're coming through, I can see that they're coming through and I can say, okay, great. I can see someone who's going to be working on this and I'm calling stuff out anonymously. And then once I get that, the bulk of people have submitted them, we'll move on to the next thing. But again, because this is a predictable part of the event, people know that they're going to come and they're going to be asked to put something in writing, if you like. And so I have all those and I file them away and, and it's private. I told them that it's confidential. It's just between me and them, which is again, a nice, a nice thing to be able to offer as a community leader. Now, do I pour over those? Do I follow up with them? No, but there's still a level of accountability. Yeah, a level of accountability and that I feel seen and heard because like you said, which I love, you're calling people out kind of I see so-and-so, I see this, I see that. And you're you're looking at them as they're coming in, which gives them that sort of feeling of like, oh, Susie's watching, I better, I better get mine in. Uh, but also that feeling of being seen. Uh, man, this is so good because um, you know that I absolutely love structure because I, I'm really big on creating safety in communities in order to create connection. And you have to have structure. It's like kids, people think, kids actually don't need structure, that they're just going to thrive without it. But that's not true. They they need the the boundaries, the structure, the game plan in which to live their life so that they feel the freedom uh, and they have the awareness of like, okay, where are we going? What's good here? How do I play with others well? Because we are group mentality people. We are meant to live in community. And in living in community, we want to know, like, how, how do I, as Seth Godin would say, people like us do things like this. Anytime we enter into a, an environment, we want to we want to know like what are the things like this that I'm supposed to be doing. So for you to create that structure, not only does it give people the ability to thrive, but it probably makes the event run so smoothly that people are like, I got a lot out of this. It wasn't dragging on. I, it felt really high value. Um, oftentimes, these sort of online networking events can can be something that you show up for once and it's kind of a bad experience. Somebody dominates the conversation, right? Or you don't really get an opportunity to talk or um, there's no real clarity. Nobody gives you feedback when you ask your question and maybe you'll give it one more try, right? But most of the time you won't come back. And I think that's why people look forward to this on a monthly basis and and they do, they come back and for years. Yeah, and you have such strong <laughs> retention. <laughs> Yeah, we do. I'm so passionate about this, Shanna, because firstly, I love these women more than anything. And their success is so important to me. And um, I, again, I, you know, we've tried this over many years and there might be someone watching here who you're brand new at the gate. You're just building a community. Just know that you will you will find your feet. But if your intention is to figure out what gives them progress, what keeps them coming back, what has a member who's been a member for 11 years come back because we're doing a roundtable this month and she wants to feel connected and she wants some feedback on that thing. You know, it is about, and you and I have a similar level of wanting to do things excellently. Yeah, so true. <laughs> that is very much part of our culture. <laughs> so talk to that person. Talk to the person who's hearing you say this, explaining these events, and, you know, knowing that you've done it for so many years, you've been able to perfect it. And they, they may be feeling a little bit like, gosh, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. What's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who wants to try and host a networking event like this in their community? And I, and I always say, like, you don't have to commit to adding something like this every month right out the gate. You can just 
do it and try it. But what's one piece of advice that you would give to them? Yeah, I would keep it simple. Like I talked about the four different things that we do and we have got it down to a minute by minute activity. We've been doing it for years. Here's, here's where I would start. I would invite people along to a, a networking event, an opportunity to meet others in the community. And I would just focus on that one outcome is for them to make connections. And then what I would do as you send them into their groups and of course, Zoom and other platforms allow you to do breakout sessions is give them a simple structure. Like Shanna said, have them answer three questions, maybe your name, your, you know, depends what the network is. So if it's a mum's network, for instance, you know, maybe it's your name, the age of your children and one other thing. So make it really simple, you know, and, and keep it to like three things, four things, like no crazy and give them a time limit. So we're going to break out into groups. You're each going to have X number of minutes. Here's what we want you to say in that amount of time. This, this, this. Great. When that time's up, know that you're eating into the next person's time. We're going to throw up a sign into the room. This is something Zoom allows you to do that says that's time, move on to the next person. At that point, you'll move on. So we're going to have groups of five or less. So if you're in a group of five, that means it's going to be a 25-minute activity for five minutes each. If you've got less than five, just because the groups have worked out that way, then you're going to get another round, but still go ahead and move at the five-minute mark so that we make sure that everybody gets a go. Yeah. You're speaking my language. Simple structure. <laughs> Simple but structure. <laughs> Simple structure. And then you time, and then you keep your agreement. You're timing them. You're moving them on. You bring them all back, right? Now, within there, I've already said, Donate into someone else's time. I've kind of given them a little bit of my values. It's like everyone gets a fair go. Here's the structure. You're going to share these four things, you know, and, and then you bring them back in. That is it done. Your work is done. You do not need to pop into the groups. You do not need to add to or take away. Just let them do their thing. But give them the structure or give them the outcome. Like one of the things that, you know, can happen at those networking events, you go in and then you go, oh, I can't remember. Was her name Mary or was it Meredith? I can't remember. So one of the things I might say is when you go in, notice, is there someone you want to follow up with? Make sure you get their name because, you know, you're not going to get a list of everybody who was here. So, you know, you, it's about becoming a better facilitator. Something that I've honed over years and something that I love to, you know, I want to get better and better at. But it is really about setting that framework and saying, this is what's going to happen, then letting it happen, and then pulling some of the wins out. And so one of the things we'll do when we get back is I go, how did it go? Share and chat with me. Did you meet someone interesting? Did you get a problem solved? And so then people are starting to go, oh, okay, that's how they used it. Oh, I didn't think to do that. Oh, next time what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a picture of my homepage and I'm going to say, okay, this is my new homepage design. Where would you click? Right? And I'm going to get some feedback. Now I'm talking very much about a business to business kind of culture, but for you, it might be, you know, health or fitness or whatever it is. Yeah, it, it's so good because you can see how you would apply it. You do want to start with some structure. Don't just throw spaghetti against the wall and be like, hey, let's just all get together on a Zoom call and see what happens because nobody will want to come back for something like that. Or maybe they will, but it's not going to serve the purpose of the membership for most of you. So creating a very simple structure that's easy for you to manage. I know I think you allot two hours for these. I've been in communities that allot like 90 minutes. You want to give yourself space so that you don't feel rushed and, and people don't feel like you're, like you said, eating into that time if it starts to creep over. So, so give yourself plenty of space, um, but really think about like just one element that you can add and know that repetition is where you're going to learn. Like you were saying, they're going to come back. They can share some feedback. You're going to learn from that. You're going to tweak your, your little process document on how you run these, and you're going to do a little bit better next time. 
and then a little bit better the next time and a little bit better the next time. And so it's just a matter of getting in there, doing it, hosting it, trying it, seeing how your community responds and learning from it. Yeah. And if they're getting results, whether that result is, oh, I feel seen and heard or, oh, you know what? I needed that tip for what database I should be using. You know, you want to be have clear intention is, you know, what are the sort of outcomes that people might be looking for? Because none of us has time to just go and chit chat. I mean, yes, if you're working with people like I do, who often are solopreneurs, just not feeling isolated is one of the reasons they come, but you want to, they want to get something out of it. Nobody has time to waste. And so that's where having them have a really clear intention of why they're there but also for me, you know, one of the things, the reasons I love the feedback is that I love to say, oh, someone just got a new client or, you know, someone just yeah. got this PR opportunity and hearing those stories, of course, I'm going to show up again. I just got a new client. I imagine you're getting a lot of that. Yeah. Getting a lot of that kind of feedback where people are actually getting results and collaborating, creating connections and getting wins and business deals. But those are the things that, you know, keep them coming back for more, even though they may have just shown up because gosh, I've been in this house by myself for a week. I haven't even walked out to get the mail. I need to talk to another human, which is sometimes the reason we show up for these things. But, but in the end, when you have this really great structure that leads them to a result, then they just keep coming back because you're helping them make progress. Susie, this is so good. I am so, so grateful to you for breaking this down because I do think you really are a master facilitator. You have been able to hone this skill over many years. You used to have an event company, you used to do in-person things for her business. You do this beautiful retreat in Hawaii that everybody raves about. You've been running this, her business network community for so long. And just the sheer amount of experience that you've had facilitating connections and really creating structure around how to do that. Uh, I'm incredibly grateful that you have dropped even just a little bit of that wisdom and knowledge on this community today because uh, we need to hear it. I'm super grateful for it. I know this is something that people can implement in your community. So if people want to go a little deeper, get to know you a little bit more, maybe experience her business network or experience how you run um, communities and what your culture is like, what's the best way for them to be able to do that? You mentioned the podcast earlier. Her business podcast is, is a great way to get to know me. If you just go to her business podcast, it'll direct you to the Apple podcast. So that's a great way to get to know me, to get to know some of the things we do inside the her business network, but also how I think about growing and scaling profitable businesses. There's that. The Her Business Network, we only open up a couple of times a year, but if you want to be on the list to get an invitation for that, just head on over to herbusinessnetwork.com. In the meantime, we do have a free Facebook group, Shanna, which uh, we are building, and you can get access to that. It's on Facebook um, at herbusinessgroup.com. That will direct you to the group. That's a place where we are going to start to occasionally do networking events for people who are not yet part of the network because they can't get in, but just to give you a taste of the power of making connections, which is one of my favorite, favorite things to do, as you pointed out, is to help people make connections because I really believe we're just one connection away from that ideal client, from that referrer, from that collaborator, from that publicity opportunity. And it's about being in the right environment. So I've given you three things there. Her business podcast, if you Want to hear my voice? <laughs> the herbusinessnetwork.com if you would like to join us inside of our community when the doors are open next. And herbusinessgroup.com if you want to join our free Facebook community. And I'll put links to all of those inside of the show notes. But but the two of those that I definitely want you to do, I want you to subscribe to the Her Business Podcast because like I said, 
Susie is a wealth of information. I do not know many people in this space that have the experience that Susie has. So you definitely want to be subscribed to her podcast and then go to herbusinessgroup.com so that you can get into that Facebook group. It sounds like you may or may not have an opportunity to experience one of these networking events for yourself. So maybe working on something. Yeah. So I would definitely get into that group, turn the notifications on so that you don't miss that opportunity to do that. Because I know, you know, many people who have membership communities like her business, they keep the doors closed so that they can be serving their community. And then the doors open for just a short period of time, a couple times a year. I know your community is like that. So the best way to stay in the loop on that, go to herbusinessgroup.com, get involved with that Facebook group and community, and maybe hop into one of those networking calls and get a taste of what she's doing with uh, her uh, business and the, and the women there that keeps them coming back year after year after year for more and more. Hey friend, if you have an online program, you know the importance of having customer success stories and testimonials. Well, what if I told you I have a proven system that will help you unlock more stories from your program and keep them organized in a way that will allow you to have the right story for the right person at the right time. I want you to go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out. And when you're there, Use code CREATORS to get a special discount for being a podcast listener. All right, back to the episode. Well, Susie, this has been so fun. I thank you because you woke up way, way, way early in an Australian morning. And it was dark outside when we first started this. And I can see the sun coming up and creating this beautiful glow behind you as we wrap up. So thank you so much again for your time and for especially making it work so early in the morning. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. Fun conversation. Thank you, Shannon. Yeah, we'll do it again. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shannalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.